0: feel really tired you know when you're at the beach oceans on the side sunlight on your skin feels kind of nice being out here away from the studio away from the 405 dude don't even get me started (laughs) it is a uh, friday what evening now almost yeah and uh, we are chilling by the ocean today. A wonderful day to do so. It started off really cloudy this morning, and it is now perfectly sunny. Um, three cups of coffee, and we still managed to be this tired. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we had some paraxanthine coffee too.
0: Which, by the way, slaps. It in does in a different way. Um, the best way is probably well, like what does it resemble? Kind of resembles like a focus pill.
1: Yeah, a lot of the same effects as caffeine without the jitters or crashing or anything like that. Yeah,
0: do you feel like you you would hit this and go to the gym, like take? Oh, take absolutely. Sleep? Hmm. Interesting. Might not be the right day, but I'm curious to know. I had really bad sleep last night, so I was like kind of like, you know, it's probably just hitting my signals (laughs) to where it's like, you know, you're not tired, but it's not giving me a boost of energy in any sort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now,
1: are you tired because you're by the beach or because you just got bad sleep? I think it's because I'm by
0: the beach, to be completely honest, Um, because it changes the mood. Dude, it straight up does. It's so weird. Like I told you earlier today, I don't feel like I'm in Cali right now. Yeah. It's uh you were talking about it earlier,
1: like this uh this effect that the that watching the horizon has on you. Mhm. Describe it.
0: If you ever feel trapped in a sense where you always feel like you're being watched, um, you know, you can be rescued if something wrong happens. Uh, You just feel like you're more aware of the prison you're in when you look at the horizon and you look at that as an escape. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. That's going pretty deep. You get me? Like, it's like when, when you look at the horizon, I just look at it and I go, that's just territory. Nobody visits unless you're, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles or tens of thousands of miles up. Into the air, you know, you're kind of just like flying by to get to the next destination, but um, no, no police, <laughs> right? No other humans for the most part, yeah. And it feels like an escape if you were to do so, and it feels almost illegal to be <laughs> going towards the horizon, you know. Mm. I don't know. It just taps into like this
1: part of you that wants to explore. I mean, every single human being has that, mm-hmm. uh, but especially like back in the, the early days when we had these, uh, these big ships, like think of like Christopher Columbus. I know he's done a lot of terrible things, mm-hmm. but I'm just speaking on the exploratory aspect of his life. Like you just look out in the horizon and you're like, I kind of want to go explore that.
0: Yeah. It's going to be dangerous, but I want to do it. It's a weird see the thing is you tell me to, to describe it. And the first things that pop up is that you're in inhabited land or not even land, you're just in a place on this globe where you can finally feel alone, escape. It's almost like you escape prison. Like at peace. Yeah. You're at peace. This think of like sound pollution, light pollution. Knowing that if you're far into it, nobody can get to you, mm-hmm. even if something were to go wrong. You're, it's, it's weird because it's almost like a hopeless slash peaceful. <laughs> yeah. It's a mix of emotion. But like
1: Dalton on our, uh, I think it was the last episode we recorded with him. Go mm-hmm. check out the Dalton Weeks episodes. He was talking about how when you're in the city, mm-hmm. you get bombarded from all angles noise pollution, smells, trash, sight. It's just uh it's very how do you describe it? It's overwhelming. Mhm. And you have to learn how to navigate that. But when you come to a place like this and you're just like by the shore. There's not much to do, so you just have to think and just like really you, you allow yourself to get away from all that crap.
0: Yeah, I don't I, it's weird because I don't have the desire to do much besides. And then you saw me I've of just been like horizon and chill, you know, <laughs> horizon. That's as far as you'll go. And then like, you'd be like, you want to drink? Mm, it's fine. You're like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever. But yeah, it's not like I have the desire to do anything. You, We could just not eat. I don't, I don't care, you know, mm-hmm. but it just, it, I feel like it's, it's necessary for you to settle, uh, your thoughts to really find a balance point. If you've been going crazy, really, it really expands your goals and like the life you want to live Mm -hmm. without really seeing a halt or a hump in it. You get what I mean? Yeah. You bring up a good point balance.
1: I mean, considering we're by the beach, I think uh, we're going to have a dedicated episode on this Mm -hmm. grounding, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. There's just something that it does to you when you put your bare feet into the, either the wet sand or the soil or the grass. It balances you out. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a big part of just the overall environment too.
0: Think of flow. You know how flow we're used to doing with work Mm -hmm. while being bombarded with things. We tend to find the flow. And I feel like this is a flow is the horizon we're looking for in the city life. Mm. So now that I look at the horizon, I'm like, it's its own flow. And that's kind of why like you feel the balance because it's, it's a flow of thoughts. It's, it's a flow of you truly being yourself. It's, it's a flow of not caring too much about things happening right now. And it, you feel present as hell, dude. You lose track of time too. Mm-hmm. Like you when you just watch the waves or just stare to the horizon. It's, it's on repeat, you know? You know how yeah. like, like in the city life, what do we do? We go on YouTube and we put um, like lo-fi rain sounds. Isn't or- that funny? Yeah. We
1: have to make up for it in an artificial
0: sense mm-hmm. through a screen because we don't get enough of it in yeah. real life. 10 hours loop. So imagine you're sitting here for 10 hours. It doesn't feel like 10 hours. You can actually watch the whole YouTube video in real life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just content. <laughs> and that's why I'm a firm believer that for me, I, I will either live by the beach or in the mountains. Probably both. Yeah. And just cycle between the two.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I am a mountain guy for sure. I like hikes and stuff, but like being at the beach is also, it's, 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 it's a lot more peaceful, I would say. Yeah. Than a mountain. Like
1: when you hear stories of people living in LA or San Francisco, for example, I'm like, how do you do it? It's so overwhelming and there's so much other bullshit associated with it. Like why?
0: Yeah. And we're kind of doing it. I mean, we live, I live in the suburbs more. We live in between.
1: Yeah. So we're close, we're close enough to it without being in it.
0: Mm-hmm. We can get an escape. And that's the thing is like, you don't have to drive anywhere. You're kind of, you know, like it's, it's weird, dude, because like when you, when you're in the city and stuff, all you can think about is like escaping to Disneyland or, and it's just more chaos. Yeah. It's weird. You way realize more- that every idea you have turns into just more chaos and just like more of the same, same type of people, like whatever the case is. And you come here and you do absolutely nothing. And it's just the best time.
1: It's, it's weird, the best isn't time.
0: It? It's almost healing. It's, uh, it is weird. It's so weird. Like I'm down to learn right now and just study. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that too. about like, uh, any environment like this, I definitely mm-hmm. want to start studying more for some reason. And no music necessary.
0: mm You just allow the waves to do the work. Like, it's the its waves own. are your lo-fi. Bro, it's its own, like, waveform. And you're, you're just enjoying it. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm waiting to see how it's going to be when I leave here.
1: <laughs> Back into the action, baby. <laughs> yeah. Chaos. Have you heard that one sound when, uh, over here, when the waves recede into the rocks? It makes this very distinct sound that I've never heard before. I like, can't even attempt to make it. But think of like, a, think of the rattle from the end of a rattlesnake, mm-hmm. except more rocky. Hmm. Well, I can kind of hear that. I don't know if I can describe that well. It's, it's such a unique sound. But yeah, rattly. So it's probably like ping pongy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it, it almost puts you into like a meditative state. Bro, see meditation it's crazy because look you can meditate at home too and when you do that sure it works and it's kind of like a good addition to your routine because it balances you out but it only balances you out to a certain point mm-hmm. when you come here and meditate it's already meditation but then like you decide to meditate that's insane you're entering the astral <laughs> realm where I got those goosebumps every
1: time. <laughs> Might as well be taking Portal midday. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Portal. By the way, use code Two AM at checkout to get yourself a discount. Uh, this is a good little addition right
0: there. Good little addition. And you know what? Here you don't need Vital Red Light as much. No, because you have the sun. Exactly. But if you're in the city, you might as well use Vital Red Light just to get these and access to these vibes. You know? Yeah. You will internally feel like that. Which is what's cool about them. You can also save money by using 2AM, code 2AM on VitalRedLight.com. Um, what? See, the thing is, it's like, I, I'm so meditative that I'm just- You're almost like, asleep. Dude, I feel I, that
1: too. <laughs> and it's not the food we ate. Like we had, uh, we had jambalaya with shrimp. Yeah. Shout out to my girl, Kara. Amazing.
0: Yes. But uh, it's not the food. It is not the food. It's, it's, it, I swear to God, it's the sound and it's happening right now. As every wave comes, I want to go to sleep and then it goes away and I'm like ready to speak and then it just comes in. But this wasn't the case before we started recording.
1: Like I feel very different now and it might be placebo too, because we're talking about it, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I kind of was going through my own thing outside and stuff, <laughs> really just going And the thing is, it's like, there was, there was people walking and doing things and I didn't notice them until I clicked out of it. Then I'm like, oh, there's people here. What the hell? You know, Mm. I am just, uh, I would say counting my blessings. First of all, able to see clearer on the goals that I felt like I was stuck in Mm -hmm. and no worries. Like, I'm I'm stress-free. I'm anxious-free. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Know? It's a new perspective.
1: Mm-hmm. When you're in a natural environment, I think you... Uh, it's very easy to detach from all the bullshit you're going through. Mm-hmm. Because you can see the world for what it is. You see from a 30,000-foot view.
0: It's all BS. As opposed to just being a little rat stuck in your routine, you know? Dude, it is all BS. Think about it. Okay. This is why I, I think a, a country could be a prison cell. Because... Around all the borders from every shore around the entire country, there's rules, okay? And some rules don't make sense to you and they shouldn't apply to you, but some people ruin it. So therefore the rule exists, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you believe in a creator, right? And then there's a government playing the creator because they're applying all this stuff on you when you look into the horizon and you start seeing the edge of literally the country, you're like, there's an escape to all, like I could be in the real prison. Okay. Which is called earth under the creator rather than these BS rules. And then you start looking at it and you're like, okay, the police, border patrol, the military, all that good stuff is, kind of just a squat like it's a it's a game it, it's it's a human game it's a
1: human game it serves its function but you can see the ridiculousness of it yeah. once you s- step out of it
0: yeah it, one thing I can think of like there's a, there was a debate happening um, in New York where there was a uh, ex-military guy he choked out the homeless guy Oh, I heard of that, yeah. Okay. And he happened to kill him because he choked him off for like 10 minutes or something until the police arrived. That was his excuse. And I don't think he's going to face anything for killing him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they st- uh, all, everybody starts talking about how, like, he was a felon of like 40 years, the homeless guy. And he's already had like, you know, a bunch of misdemeanors and yeah. All this kind of stuff. And he's been causing chaos. And he's, and people are like, yeah, he deserves to die. He did what he did. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, dude, take yourself out of that. Like, let's just let people debate that. Okay. Take yourself out of that. Okay. Go to the ocean. We're now here. And then you look at this and you're like, look in this little prison cell where squads of judicial system people <laughs> are debating with the people themselves and then you have police that give their two cents and you're just like, dude, at the end of the day, each one of them is a human being that has either horrible decisions or good decisions. And then you take yourself further out and you're like, all of that is just a game. Mm -hmm. And I am now escaped. I feel escaped. You know, I feel like that doesn't matter to me. I don't care about that anymore. Um, let me, Let me focus on myself, my purpose, my, my inner happiness, you know, that's, and I know it sounds stupid to say, obviously, like, you know, you were chasing happiness. We're not really chasing happiness. We're we're trying to chase purpose. And when you're here, you feel a lot more purposeful and it kind of reassures you that you're either on the right track or the wrong track. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you feel peaceful enough, then it means everything's fine. Like there's really nothing to work. Everything that we see is just social media related. Yeah. It's not even people related at that point. Because if you really look at your circle, you probably talk to three or three to five people per day. And that's truly your circle. Everything else that you see are just thoughts. And it makes that more clear when you're here, you know? So then... I feel like the more you do this, it's like a practice of, of not believing all the stuff your brain tells you all the time when you're in like bombardment.
1: Yeah. I like to think about death too, because it, it places you, it gives you the right perspective
0: and it places you with the right expectations as well. Right, Like death is time. Yeah. And time, like, you know how you mentioned earlier, you feel, you feel like the time goes by. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you think of death, that's just an end point. You don't know when that's going to happen. So then you revert back to time and you're like, damn, time is valuable. Yeah. It's like when you bust out the monopoly
1: yeah. board and then, you, you know, you play for two, three hours. That game is obscenely long <laughs> at times, but uh, eventually you have to put everything back in the box and you have to, and that's a quote I heard from somewhere, but uh, I'm just freestyling off of that. Mm. Like all good things end. Um, but if you can like, if you can connect with death more in the sense of like understanding that you are going to die Mm -hmm. and that you probably will have no experience after that, who knows? Mm -hmm. I think that that's helpful to people.
0: Yeah. And you take nothing with you. So what matters? I think that's the ultimate question is like, what matters at the end of it all? And you start to realize that your inner peace is the, is the thing that matters the most. Right? Because if, if, if you're non-believer in suicide and, and, all that stuff. And you, and you feel miserable in any way you don't want to, like you have consideration to not end anything. Right? So then you wait for your time Mm typically if you want to phrase it like that. So you might as well make it worthwhile. How do you do that? This is the way it's seeking other things in the world. Like you want to see the world. You don't want to just see the United States. You don't want to see other cities you want to venture off and see all the things that Earth can provide you, which is the desert, the mountains, look up at the sky. There's different skies around the world, dude. Hence oh. the expression, expand your horizons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I see people on boats all the time here. <laughs> and I'm like... Dude, you're so close, man. Just just go that way yeah, forever. Yeah, go that way forever, <laughs> you know? And it feels like it can go forever, but if you go forever, you'll just hit London. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, you'll or hit Japan a, or something, yeah.
1: Or the uh, Antarctic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's the, very interesting. The
0: Antarctic. That is something nobody thinks about doing. I know it's costly, but why don't you make that as a mark in your, in your life, you know? Like. But not everyone is set up that way. Like going back to Dalton, Dalton is someone
1: that like that's set up for him. He wants to hike Everest and go to them, whatever. Yeah,
0: you don't have to necessarily hike it and do what, but just being there, just knowing that you've seen it, like it smells different. It looks different. Earth has provided you with this, you Mm -hmm. know, or the creator, whatever it is. But we're hyper focused on like these days. It's, oh, the new eatery, you know, the new social event. Social, social, the new social. shop that open opened up on the you know, corner, and I, I started hating the term like antisocial, because antisocial doesn't mean you don't have fun. It just means you see the BS within the socialism, yeah, the socializing. I think a lot of introverts resonate with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of like the Antarctic, one place I definitely want to, or one thing I would definitely want to experience is the Aurora Borealis. <sighs> Dude, I've seen some crazy reels on that. Like I've never seen that in type Alaska? of perspective. Yeah. In like, it's, it's absolutely
0: insane. Um, I've seen some cool videos because, like, you know, other people that have filmed things. I kind of are, am, am into that. And I don't know where to start with it, obviously, because it's a different style of shooting. It's a different way of filming things. Mm-hmm. But put this here. Um, okay. That's a good goal. Uh, let me put it this way. If you want to see the Aurora Borealis, what do you need to do? You have to be in the location first. Yeah. So that means it's in a pretty u- unique location. That's usually hard to get to because you're away from pollution. That alone is already providing you enough peace without even seeing the Aurora Borealis. You're just in a place of like, wow, wow, so, Aurora Borealis pushes that wow to like <laughs> a million times. Yeah. So I can only imagine. So I, I, I don't get m- what you
1: mean. I'm pretty sure Alaska has it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure there are some other countries as well. Maybe In, like Norway or Sweden or something like that.
0: Yeah, I've heard like mm, I want to say Greenland. Yeah. You know, like those those countries. Antarctica, obviously. If you catch it like during nighttime for the the year. I think I saw a
1: reel of this dude skiing and he got a great video of it skiing in the snow while the Aurora Borealis was up there. What? It was just next level or snowboarding, something of that nature.
0: You can sometimes see it from like your airplane window, which is another form of horizon, by the way. Damn. What I always like picture when I'm in an airplane and you're above, let's just say you're going, um from here to London. Okay. So it's a usual trip. Everyone takes either for transit to get off and to another plane or to just land in uh, London, check it out. But when you're in the middle, okay. And if you're like me, you don't sleep on the plane because you're just wondering what the hell's happening down there. Mm -hmm. Like it's just endless ocean of undiscovered crap. (laughs) <laughs> right. So I'm like trying to like really like to look down there and see what's going on. Like, where's the UFO, bro? What is that? You know, like, where's the UFO? That's, that's like eye line right there. Where's, um, I wonder what animals are down there. Windows. Have seat people is died down there? And nobody knows about it. Like, like what, like what crazy events have happened here? And you know, like all this stuff. Right. And that's its own kind of horizon, but it's, it's almost like it's fear with curiosity, with, Uh, again, meditation. So it's like, you're, it's peaceful. Mm. And it, I don't know, man, it gets you questioning life in general, everything about it. Right. Yeah. What creatures exist within the skies? Like we've thought about the ocean so much, right? (laughs) We start thinking about UFOs. We start thinking about aliens. What do they look like? What types of aliens, if anything, do we know? Like, is there one type? We don't know that. Mm -hmm. It's insane to me. Yeah, your mind just takes it. Yeah, to and infinity. that all happens just by looking out the window. Like it's just either complete darkness or daylight, and it's just you just see shimmers everywhere. And you are like, "Damn, dude! Imagine this plane falls right now." Yeah, that's scary. But if it doesn't, what is down there? Like, I want to know. You know, it's a, it's like it's like a weird. It does go go to show how incredible the mind is. Yeah, and you don't think look, think about it. You don't think about gaming. You don't think about anything stupid. You don't think about your phone. You're just in your own human body, just doing human things, like having thoughts yeah, and stuff. And I think that's one thing I don't understand how people don't relate to. You know, I've talked about this a lot with people and they just look at you like you're weird.
1: You're like, okay, well, okay. I think they're disconnected. I, th- I really do think the first step to bringing somebody to that kind of mindset is to just, you know, connect them to the earth, get around nature. Go to the beach. Go to the mountains. Go to the deserts.
0: But Kylie Jenner wouldn't do that. So
1: yeah, I really do think a lot of that dysfunction stems from just not being in nature, forgetting where you live. Mm -hmm. You think like, oh, the city of L.A. is where you live. No. Yeah. No, 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 it's it's much more grand than that.
0: Yeah. Let's go hiking at Runyon Canyon. Oh, but it's too hot.
1: (laughs) You're on a fucking floating.
0: We didn't even hit the trail. Yeah. It's
1: traveling like (laughs) 13,000 miles an hour in the middle of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Like, come on. It's, it's fascinating to me that you're missing out on all this experience, the human experience, which is the best experience. No, I want
1: to stay in bed and sleep in.
0: Yeah. Or like, think about it, man. Sometimes it pisses me off when they have the, they lead you to believe that they have the right motive. Right. They go, oh, I'm, I'd go hiking with you. Let's do it. You'd be like, okay, let's go they come unprepared. First while they're wearing like jeans and then like their fancy shoes and you're like, dude, we're going to a photo shoot. I just realized, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so as soon as they're satisfied with whatever their phone captured, they're good to go. You know? So they stop you halfway and then you haven't even enjoyed your hike and they're just like, let's yeah. go back. I'm hungry. Where's In-N-Out? And like in my head, I'm just like, dude, I want to just sit here and just barbecue some chicken. You
1: burned a grand total of <laughs> 50 calories, bro. What are you talking about? In-N-Out? Mm-hmm. I feel sticky. I need a shower right now. Oh like, my God, What kind of human dude. experience is that? that? That's a level of softness that a lot of people have. That's the disconnection. That's what disconnection
0: does, I think. is that It does, like, yeah. It makes you soft to the point where you have to carry soap on you no matter what. You're always sanitizing. <laughs> you, you avoid the sun. You know, I'm getting burnt. Like, who told you that? Literally, who told you that, you know? It's one day out of your entire life, right? (laughs) Probably for you. Mm -hmm. Calm down. You're not going to get skin cancer. (laughs) Three minutes
1: in, I'm getting burnt. You know how stupid that is? It's just there's no uh, critical thinking there. But I also get it because it's like the propaganda shoved down people's throats. Can we blame them or can we not blame them? I think it's 50-50. You can blame them, but you can't blame them too. Because for you to get to this point where you know that sunlight doesn't cause skin cancer in and of itself. Mm -hmm. If you approach it correctly and treat the sun with respect, there's a big element of luck there. Cause if you grew up in a different family, if you were around different people and you actually believe that the government had your best interest at heart, you would fall hook, line and sinker into that type of narrative, Hmm. which is why I think like, I'm very grateful to be able to have a curious mind because that's the scariest thing in my mind is to not be curious.
0: Yeah. You become familiar with the unknown and you don't mind the unknown and you know that every answer is kind of answered at the right time. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're mindful of that. So that's why you're not scared of the question mark of what's tomorrow, what's next week. Like, I've realized that a lot of people like to live knowing what's happening next week. They have to plan it, you know, they don't go with the flow. So what does that show me? They don't have no flow. You know what it is? Hmm.
1: I, in my mind, I think they are so uncomfortable with the fact that they are out of control. Deep down, they know they're out of control Mm -hmm. that they try to compensate and control everything around them in their lives.
0: They believe they're in control but they don't take a step back and realize that everything kind of just happened. You really had no control. You know, if you think about it, you probably broke down and whatever the case was in the middle of having control. And it just works itself out anyway.
1: Yeah. And we're not talking the about account. the type of people who just like write a reminder down on their Apple note, no. like that that's normal. That's no. a lot of people do that and that's fine. I'm talking about the people who neurotically want to plan every single part of the day. Yep that is dysfunction Mm
0: -hmm. especially when you're going on a trip dude i cannot tolerate it dude like booking (laughs) in advance you know i'm not talking about your ticket i'm talking about like you know every hotel sightseeing chocolate factory thing that you got to do and we got to be there on time and 315 on the dot yeah we have to know exactly what taxi to no dude like relax okay you cannot things will go wrong that way and when they go wrong you'll be so pissed (laughs) Which is why flow is important, I
1: think. Yeah. And it escapes them as to why they feel that frustration. Mm -hmm. Because you're unable to let go to what
0: the universe has to provide for you in the moment. Once you realize you have no control, things, it's like a magnet. It's just, you know, whatever's meant to be kind of comes your way. And And it also lowers your expectations. Mm-hmm. So, I want to say, like, you have 100% expectations. You shouldn't have 100% expectations, but I don't say have low expectations either. But a good 70, 65% is good.
1: It's one of the great paradoxes of life. Once you are comfortable letting go and not having control, then you have control.
0: Mm-hmm. It's weird. Everything just kind of
1: happens. And yeah. Perfectly, too. Yeah. It's almost it's it's uncanny, uncanny how
0: it's personalized to you.
1: Yeah. It's idiosyncratic. It's crazy
0: we live in a world where we are ready to compare ourselves to whatever idea of what we want. You know, someone else has, usually you compare it to that. And then when it goes wrong, because it's not going the way that theirs was going, you start to panic. And that is a hundred percent wrong because it's not catered to you. It's not personalized to you as much as you think that you are them or you relate to them. You're a completely separate entity. Yeah. And I see this a lot with students that finish college. Okay. They will automatically be like, Oh my God, I haven't, I don't have a job lined up. This is going to take forever. Let you know, like, what do I do? Um, I need money. And I'm like, dude, you, first of all, you're a student. You've always needed money. That's you're living in one. your fucking like, parents' house is, too. What is new? Right. What is new? Relax. Second <laughs> of all, It's the timing, whatever you deserve and whatever is catered to you and personalized to you will come your way. Everyone's path is different. Therefore you, if you neglect that, then that means you are comparing yourself to others in the same system. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just because someone had something lined up or someone found something a month later or a week later, doesn't mean it's going to happen to you too. Then you just, the acceptance needs to, like be turned up
1: the time and the patient patient's component mm-hmm. really fucks with people's minds. If you tell them, look, you're going to have to focus on this one thing, mm-hmm. this one specific subject for over a decade. Yeah. And you'll have everything you ever wanted. It doesn't compute. It's hard to compute in people's minds who know that it's, it's the good option and who follow through with it. Let alone people who can't even see the value in that short term. Yeah. Short term, man.
0: Maybe this comes from uh, lack of struggle.
1: I don't know if it's lack of struggle. Lack of consistency. They're not able to stick with anything for a long
0: time. Or maybe they're obsessed with the idea of wanting to be self-reliant. And thinking they're self reliant, but they don't pull themselves out to see that they are not as self reliant as they think. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, when they rely on themselves finally, they're in automatic chaos mode. Yeah. Maybe. It's weird, but yeah, man, this horizon has really got us thinking about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's what the horizon naturally does. The horizon. Bring me the horizon. Bring me the horizon. That's what uh, Captain Jack Sparrow said at the end of the movie. It was pretty sick. Was it, was it actually? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's like, bring me the horizon. I was like, damn, dude. It's... What does that mean? Bring me the horizon. I'm not sure, but they're a band
1: now <laughs> with Mr. Ollie Sykes. I feel like this episode is going to be a meditation for people. I hope so, man. I'm going to start watching the waves. Yeah.
0: Just vibing. See how I just check my phone? That's work. Unbelievable. Yeah. Or, see, for me, work sometimes is new people saying, hey, I heard uh, you do clothing photo shoots and whatever. I have a line of this and that. Do you mind shooting it? I I really like your stuff. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I have time to take on anything. You know, like every new client you take, it just you have to kind of sit with them, marinate, learn their style, see what they want. They have to learn you. You have to learn their product. Mm-hmm. It's like, an, it's a whole new trial. Rather than working with someone you already know of, you already built that and went, you're past that stage. So, yeah. So it's it's just like automatically paid, you know. Already familiar with them. Already familiar with it. And uh, lately I haven't had the time to really respond. I don't even want to work with them. It's not because I don't want to work with them. It's just, That's a good place to be though, Hmm? because it it shows that you're busy enough
1: to know that your, your standards should be high. Like if you get to the point where you waste a lot of potential by working with a client,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I think that you're in a good spot there because you know the value of your time and the value of your energy.
0: I would say so. I've been having that uh, thought a lot actually. About whether or not I should feel bad. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't feel that bad. About re- like rejecting a client? Like yeah. not choosing to work with them? Yeah. No, not at all. And it's not because I don't want to work with them. It's just I have to deem, like I have to calculate my time, okay? And see where my time is going and how much I get paid. And then see them and how much they're, like, they're requesting. And I'm just like, sounds like I might be wasting a lot of time without it being worth it. So yeah. I'll just be like, sorry, you know? And I know a lot of people probably are, could be listening to this and just being like, dude, like money's money, bro. You should help everyone. And No, like <laughs> it get, I think it gets to a point where, you know, your clientele, you make a living. You also, I, I get, I'm at a point where I need to live, mm-hmm. you know, I need, I need to live my life and that's truly my, my work. Is building my lifestyle, making sure everything in my environment is like catered to me and my own relaxation and enjoyment to this life rather than working all the time.
1: Yeah. And you can't help anybody. It's an impossible task. Everybody you can't.
0: Yeah. Here in California, bro, you cannot like. You, you can work all the time and you, you can just live a life of just work. You see it all the time and then you retire and you get $400,000. Yeah. And to a lot of people, you know, if you're short minded you'll be like 400,000 is a lot. Yeah. If you get it tomorrow, but at the end of your life, <laughs> after you've worked for 40 plus years. Yeah, no, I'd rather enjoy my life because then what if I get the 400 grand and I'm just like, damn, I didn't live a single day and you get sick and die. Like, what is the point of that?
1: And that's very common.
0: Yeah. More common than you think, especially people in like very high stress
1: occupations. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, but that's a tough bill to swallow the realization that you might've potentially wasted your entire life doing something you didn't want to do.
0: Yeah. Only seeing Huntington beach,
1: bro. That's what drives people to suicide. That's how serious of a mistake in life that is. And I think it's, it's valuable to see life as a maze Mm -hmm. and there are all these different traps within the maze and you have to make sure that you are curious enough to understand and know those traps and avoid them. It's one thing to know about a trap. It's another thing to take action to evade it altogether.
0: Hmm. It's a weird world. Yeah. It's weird because everyone, like me growing up here, we're conditioned to believe that work is life. It took me a long time to obviously understand that. It's not. And it, it all came with my travels. When I started seeing like families and people of all ages, man, They're all doing the same thing. They're happy. They always take walks. They have the, and then I realized they have the time to do that, but they're still getting paid well. Yeah. And you look at the opposite and you're like, okay. I mean, we live on the beach, but in order to live here, I need to be working roughly 13 hours a day to afford this. It's probably the entire day. Yeah. So I can have food every day because if I only work eight hours a day, then I'm going to not eat for maybe four days out of the month. (laughs) Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. That's not, that should not be a worry. And that's the thing is like, if you're not working 13 hours, then you're worried depending on what job you have. Some people like, dude, I've heard of some people where they can work that plus overtime plus graveyard shift. No. Okay. So now they're lacking sleep health, like all this crazy stuff. Okay. And they go psychotic. They have psychotic episodes all the time for what to pay rent. And they're still not eating four days a week. Throw medication on top of that. Four times a month, I mean, yeah. But yeah, throw medication on top. Like, throw relationship like, issues because of it on top of that. It's, an, it's a loop of like, what the hell? Is it really worth living here? Sometimes? It's the loop of what the hell. <laughs> yeah, it's the loop of what the hell, you know? What the hell is going on? <laughs> Straight up. Is it worth living here? That's the question I've been faced with a lot lately.
1: Depends on the person. I think it is. Because your environment is so important. No environment's perfect, but a place like Southern California, it's still, it's still top tier. A lot of people like to talk shit on it, but, you know, I'd much prefer that over living in Nebraska or I mean some other place. It is top
0: tier, but then look, like you see it, you, you need humans in order to function, right? Because- You need someone to talk to. You need someone to, you know, share ideas with, whatever the case is. And lately, I feel like humans here have just been getting worse and worse. Why? Because of their stress attitude. Everyone is stressed due to just being, just to stay alive and pay rent and bear necessities. So when I see that, I'm like, um, maybe it's just a place. You know, maybe it's just a place. This is replicatable. You can go somewhere else. Yeah. Pretty sure there's other shorelines.
1: (laughs) Pretty sure there's other. And I'm not opposed to moving in the future. Um, It's this thing where because the cost of living is so high, at our age, it forces us to level up and to, to always seek for new solutions, a new level of income, things of that nature.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of opportunity, especially if you're skill based. I I would say here huge opportunity, but it, it does get saturated sometimes, and there's a lot of upkeep when it comes to that. So if you're if you're, I think network or spider web connection is is all is bad or very low. Mm, it gets tougher. Yeah, I mean, gladly we have we have good network, which is awesome. You know, they kind of. There are helping hand in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they help you move and get clientele and meet new people and do things. But. Yeah, but I'm certainly not going to say like if you come
1: to Southern California and try to live it out, it's not going to be easy. No. Hell no. It's a different kind of mentality too. It's very quick paced. Especially if you're doing your own thing. Yeah. And you're just starting to do your own thing. That
0: strap in because you're in for a ride. Mm-hmm. Like you might have clever ideas, but what people don't like pay attention to is how long it takes you to drive from point a to point z and it's like you know it could be like 10 miles but it'll take you two hours and a half sometimes
1: no clever ideas in and of themselves you know, are useless. sometimes a
0: business runs like that like you have to go from point a to point z and it's like all in, in one day right so in your mind you go dude easy man if i do this with like four clients per day i'll make this much money <laughs> And you're like, it was hard to access the first one because it took forever to get there. And by the time you go from him to another client, your whole day is gone. Why? Because you spent four hours driving. You know, you you don't calculate with the realistic things that go in. So then you go, damn, I can't even hit four clients a day. I'm drained, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. I see a lot of businesses running like that. You know, it could be anything.
1: Do you think that uh, business gets easier Or harder, the more skilled you become at it. Like the higher you go, I I think it becomes harder. And and like I'm not talking here like I'm some fucking seven figure entrepreneur. Like I'm still very humble beginnings. But I feel you could do
0: more. You have more leverage. Yeah, you have more leverage. And I think it all depends on your
1: network too. Yeah, but the level of expertise you have to have once you climb the ladder, that's it's got to be on point. Yeah. One mistake and you're done.
0: And as your money rises, uh, so do the bumps because now you're dealing with tax brackets and you're doing um, things that you actually need to understand. You know, so you're faced with a lot of decisions, I, th- I, I would say. Mm-hmm. So when you're faced with a lot of decisions, that's when the stress comes in. So different kind of stress, you know. Yeah. And it's like the kind of like, the oh, this is the, the position I've dreamed of, but now it's just different kinds of problems. So, I mean, I think it just depends on your, like, who you know, what industry you're in. But generally, business gets easier, I'd say.
1: Hmm. I don't know, man. Once you once you achieve first place, so to speak, then you have constant pressure to keep
0: it. Of course. But, like, see, it, from what point of business? You know, it could be, like, if I was 18 and I'm thinking about, you know, flipping things on offer up on eBay. Okay. And then I start becoming a millionaire off of that. I'm just going to be like, oh yeah, business is easy now. Why? Because I have the credentials. I have built these platforms. I've done like everyone knows me type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? you're So it's easy to sell. Domain. Yeah. It's easy to make money. But business. That is a pretty broad. Because like, that, now you're fighting other businesses, you know? Yeah. So like, I guess it's tougher in other areas. There are always levels to it. Yeah but uh yeah i've i've generally been thinking about like what if i left here you know what if you you dedicate you know 20 years to just stack you know live a life that's beneath your lifestyle just to stack 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 and then get the hell out of here and enjoy that money because you can
1: mhm it's
0: an option yeah you absolutely can um i feel like the quality of people is dude diminishing here oh my god i saw another one of those um Ford Focus, not on Ford Focus, it's like whatever. Come back to the 405. Dude, Dude, (laughs) it was like, this time it was bumper to bumper traffic and this guy's like going insane. Saw him fly past 90 on the carpool lane, single rider, almost caused another crash just because everybody started braking and he didn't like that people were braking. And I'm like, (laughs) dude, join us, you're on the same freeway But that's that's
1: exactly what society... The way society is set up, that's what it'll do to people. You know, like, God didn't pave this
0: road for you. It doesn't say 405 Brandon, right? Yeah. It's it's 405 everyone. 405 Brandon. (laughs) Like, relax, dude. Yeah, I was in LAX. And and in my mind, I was just like, I hope to God it was him that crashed. Like, you know, sometimes I'll be like that harsh. I've been like that for sure. You know?
1: I was in LAX yesterday. I was... Oh, that's it hard. wasn't that bad compared to other experiences yeah. that I've had, but just like, it, it's literally bumper to bumper traffic. Cause you know how many stoplights there are mm-hmm. within the, the terminals that you, you know, yeah, and people like merging up. points and whatever, really yeah. short merging points. Yeah. yeah. So there's this big ass like uh escalade behind me mm-hmm. and I can't go anywhere clearly if mm-hmm. he opened his fucking eyes, but just on the, on the horn, Honk! the entire time. And I look at him, I literally look at him.
0: And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, bro. Like, what Some you, people just
1: need to be told that.
0: All, oh, my God, dude. Uh, I can't understand. Like, okay, you put like, you know, a, a metal sheet called a car with some windows on it. People think they can do anything. And you're invincible. Right? Like, yeah. what's what up with that? And then what's crazy is that if you actually stop and do something nowadays, 50-50, you might get shot. I mean,
1: yeah, it has been happening. Funny.
0: You know, like like three kids have died on the freeway. Yeah. In safe cities. Like, it's just, just because they're pissed behind a window, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this before, but it's like, if we were all sitting and standing in an elevator, nobody would say anything. They would all just have thoughts. Yeah, that's so you get true. what I mean.
1: Yeah. You have the one oddball crazy ass who would say something, but yeah. In general, not, I don't know,
0: man. And then I, that gets me to think about like, you know, um, drugs of all sorts, you know, and, and things that you can take to mess with your reality. Let's just say. That would make them that type of cycle ball because they, feel, you know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 if you're on like any muscle relaxer or whatever, you start to feel like you're out of your own body. Any antidepressant. You're almost like in a video game. Like you're,
1: it's weird. Yeah. If, if you look at, at the stats of uh, high school shooters or school shooters, you'll find a shocking number of them on antidepressants. What does that say about the way that our medical system is being run?
0: Nasty. Yeah.
1: They're crooks. Not just the medical system. I mean, everything. Like, yeah. We don't have the services. Well, we do, but people just don't seek them out. We don't have them to the level that we need them.
0: We to just, just need help money people from the money pool. That's, how, that's yeah. how they see drugs as. They don't look. It's weird, dude. I don't know. But I feel like that has a huge contribution to why people are acting this way. Or if you're surprised as to why people are acting this way. And I know what's weird is that we say all this crap, right? And we have people that are agreeing with us. And they're like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with people. Well, who are these people? You know, like if we're all in a in agreement, what who are they, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not even drugs, dude. Like
1: I was uh, I was doing some reading on sleep deprivation. Mm. They they did a study where they put young healthy adults, like people in our our age maybe uh 23, 24. They sleep deprived them to 4 to 5 hours a night. And after the 4th day, they found that their insulin levels mm-hmm. were just as bad as middle-aged diabetics, type 2 diabetics. And they were worse at utilizing glucose. So just sleep deprivation alone can really mess somebody up, let alone all these incredibly
0: powerful psychoactive drugs and yeah. whatnot. And you know how, like you're the sleep expert. So when you think about sleep deprivation and like insomnia and all this stuff, a lot, a lot of it has to do with worries, I'd feel. You know like it feels like your heart is like pumping extra right now it's like it, BPM's too high you know yeah you're always worried anxious stress uh, in some sort of way which deprives you of sleep or or the initial state of going to sleep you're, you always feel awake and restless mm-hmm. um, and then you look at how everything is lined up here minimum wage sucks and most people that have ged's don't you know haven't been to college whatever work regular jobs Okay, Or they have side gigs going on where they try to make it. And that is its own kind of stress. So remember, when you're in this prison that we were talking about earlier, it's any country in the world, anything that kind of has rules and laws, there's a system being placed. And the system we have is capitalistic. So that means our existence is to help the runner-ups, the the big people that are sharing their money with us by, you know, whatever, providing us with this. So when they put you in a loop of stress where you actually have to be working all the time and if you try to enjoy your life, you run out of money immediately, you know, paycheck to paycheck and paycheck to paycheck, by the way, is not $500 a week or $500 per two weeks or anything low like that. It could be low, high, medium, anything. Mm -hmm. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck.
1: You make 300 K a year and still live paycheck to paycheck. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that means that we desire to live life always. We all have that commonality, but the system is making that pretty much impossible to do. So when you think of problems like sleep deprivation, the system has provided you with that. I think the closer you see, you see that the more you should be at peace. You should see it as this is all big giant game. Why do I worry about anything? And if you have a belief system that's, that's backed up by like, you know, a creator of this earth, not of this country, it's, it's more massive and you feel understood. And here's another funny thing is that if you think about Queen Elizabeth, she just passed away not too long ago, a couple months ago. When was the last time you remembered her? Just now. Yeah, just now. Right? Okay. So, if the most popular person on the, in the world, technically, One was forgotten, for sure, yeah. right, was forgotten, okay, who the hell are you? So, therefore, in the eyes of the creator, this is how I see it now, he cares massively about you. He is your creator at the end of the day. He remembers you, knows everything about you, has things lined up for you, technically, you know? If you really think about how much control you have, you don't have that much control. But you do. But you do. It's, it's the weird paradox again. Exactly. Yeah. So you can control whatever options you have in front of you. So you control, like, it's, it's almost like physics, bro. It's all a whirlpool, okay? At the end of the day, we live in a donut. Okay, let's just say the universe is a, is a, is a giant whirlpool, and there's a hole in the middle, black hole, yeah. okay? When you go around making decisions... You're whirling in these decisions that whirl around the giant whirlpool as an individual. And everyone has their own individual whirlpool. So you have options, okay? So let's just say you got angry at someone and you obviously have the option to kill him, beat him, ignore him, go to the law, you know, whatever the case is, you have options, right? So when you choose one of these options, that... You're either going clockwise, counterclockwise, you're, go, you're moving in some sort of direction that still hovers around the universe. Yeah, it depends on momentum. Yeah. So, like, the way I see it is, like, physics, where did physics come from? Who created physics? All right. It wasn't Christopher Columbus or. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Benjamin from. Franklin. It was just here. It existed. We Yeah. Like, I mean, at, like wh- whoever was first here on this earth, Adam, let's just say. There was already a universe. There was already some sort of. Or if you believe in a creator, then the creator created physics. An apple fell. What is that? Gravity. Where did that come from? Wasn't it like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a, there's a higher being that's, that's just doing all of this. And we just need to understand it. And if you can't fathom that, then you're just, you're scared of finding out, I guess. You're disconnected. You are disconnected.
1: That's all that's all it is in my mind. So
0: you're led to believe that reality is whatever's happening on TV, is whatever's happening on someone else's invention, you know? And then you start to realize that human inventions are nothing.
1: Bro, that's the messed up thing. You're in reality, you're disconnected, but you believe you're connected. Mm-hmm. Because you're either watching TV, you're on the computer, you're you're in the moment doing something else, and that's the most tragic part of the entire
0: experience. Mm-hmm. Is that you're being fed ideas. But you, if you feel like you're on the right path. But if you think about the, the creator of things, right? Yeah. You're, he's not feeding you ideas. These ideas are already just planted here. Mm-hmm. You know, like peace at the ocean. No one created, it wasn't created, you know what I mean? But someone did create the Kardashians, you know, like, like the whole, you know, at the end of the day, they were just humans, but someone created them into a show. Yeah. And now that's, and that idea gets fed into, and then people believe that as reality. And you're just like, No. If you were to just, you know, ground yourself into nature, look at the sun. Like, what is the sun? You know, do you ask yourself that? No. People look, look at the sun. They, they think, oh, my God, beach, watermelon. Like.
1: <laughs> and the, the marketing is you know? deceptive, bro. They call it reality TV. It's not that's reality that's TV. one of those seeds that they plant inside your head that uh, is huh? isn't real. It's not true.
0: Oh, my God, dude. Reality TV that happens to be that's scripted every stupid. fucking stupid. I just call it a part of the way. <laughs> Uh, scripted documentary series. That's what <laughs> scripted documentary reality series. TV. I don't know, man. There's, it's just uh, life is interesting and it continues to be more interesting. Yeah, um, we're here for the ride. If you guys are interested, you in like learning more about what, what even is life? You know how to stop worrying. Um, how to let go of anxiety how to be more chill and aware and have good relationships with people and have more empathy and sympathy, how to listen for empathy and sympathy, because you don't have to be empathetic and sympathetic all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to just be logical and, you know, cordial. So we actually have a new course for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, we don't. No, I'm just kidding. Um (laughs) (laughs) Sign up with the description below.
1: (laughs) god forbid we come out with a course
0: (laughs) see i like that we recognize that as like it's a joke you know what i mean like obviously it's not real yeah it's uh, no you know what the answer to that is Mm. to all of what you just said alan watts go out into nature dude listen to some alan watts straight up alan watts and if you look at him there's some old videos of him i swear to god where he won't even get a tea bag he will make tea out of whatever herbs he has and he'll grind it and bunch it and then start making it and it'll be like 20 minutes yeah. But this man made crap is now in tea bags that have microplastics, and then you just dump it in there, and it's just like it's shitty water. <laughs> it's it's like you tap water. I mean? Like there's water right here, dude. Yeah. Go filter it, like just the olden days.
1: I've even heard of some people drinking seawater in small amounts. I mean, I don't suggest that, but you can. Yeah.
0: I mean, it happens on accident sometimes, hit yeah. by wave. <laughs> yeah, that's the first form of boxing was getting <laughs> the hit by a First wave.
1: form of boxing. <laughs> Bro, I'm uh, The rest is all man. I have so much respect for the ocean. Yeah, but I refuse if, to even swim like <laughs> I, that's something I need to get over. That's yeah. a fear I have.
0: So you realize how
1: helpless you are in there. Do it 100%.
0: It'll take you over you could be a Navy SEAL and could still take you down. Yeah, easy. Nature nature's the winner. Um but yeah, if you're more interested about finding out, you know, how to calm your soul Essentially, to live a happier life with whatever you have, honestly, you don't need tables. You don't need. All you need is a floor. You need your legs. You know, if you have your legs, you need your arms, hands. <laughs> Unfortunately,
1: if you don't it. have your legs, if you
0: don't, like it, it's tougher. But I'm sure, like there are some gratefulness in this world, right? So you start looking at your blessings yeah. rather than what you want. Look at what you have, and what you want will come usually. Mm-hmm. Just if you just practice that mindfulness. I think Alan Watts is a perfect example that really um, links with a lot of the youth. He has a soothing voice. His listen voice, to the
1: Alan Watts chill step uh, yeah. Chill Step mix on YouTube. Yeah, that's yeah, a great place great to ones. start
0: because it comes with like a load of music and stuff. If not, listen to his like long lectures. Some of them are on video too if you can find them. It's just impressive because he puts you in a different state of mind and it's peaceful at the same time. That man's one of the best speakers I've ever heard. 100%. He's not teaching you lessons. He's just more taking you on a journey. Yeah. That's what I like about him. So yeah, I hope you found this episode very chill and uh, beneficial and you liked the listen.
1: New environment too in an undisclosed location by the Pacific Ocean. I like it. I think we're gonna enjoy this some more. Damn, you even got the the sun hitting your face and everything.
0: Mm -hmm. Relax Casanova, Jesus. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this, please rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major streaming platforms. It would be that would be very helpful. Um, check out our sponsors. We have Vital Red Light Portal and what's the other one? Exter. Oh my god, dude! This is how chill I am. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Exter has a Father's Day um, bundle. Sale, yeah, it's yeah, a bundle. yeah. They also have a bundle that's pretty cool if you're looking for anything for your father. It's a great place to look. Uh, use code 2AM for any of those, and uh, you will save some moolah. Uh, without further ado, check us out on YouTube. Tell your family and friends. We love y'all. Take care. We it easy. love you. Peace. Catch you next time.